Welcome world to Telling Money Basics, the show that takes this big concept we call money and breaks it down into itty bitty pieces so I can understand it better and hopefully you can too. I'm your host, Sean Townley. Today we're going to talk about something that's not very fun. It's not very fun at all, but sometimes you got to do it. Today we're talking about bankruptcy. Bankruptcy is a legal proceeding involving a person or business that is unable to repay their outstanding debts. This is where it ends up sometimes, you know, personally, or if you're running a business, this may be where we end up sometimes if you can't pay your bills. So let's talk about the different types of bankruptcy. The first one we're going to talk about is Chapter 7. Chapter 7 bankruptcy allows liquidation of assets to pay creditors. So this is one where you're going to say, okay, I give, I'm not going to be able to pay. So let's start liquidating some stuff and go through it. This is probably the most common for personal People do this and you know they, they get to a point where maybe they bought too much, they overextended their credit, or something bad happened. Maybe they had medical problems or you know something else bad happened, but now it's time to liquidate everything so you can pay your debtors going forward. The next one is Chapter 11. This is a complex form of bankruptcy. Chapter 11 allows a company, so this is company-based, to stay in business and restructure their obligations. So normally in the news when you hear about a company that's going through bankruptcy, Chapter 11 is the one you're going to hear about. This is a way for them to restructure their debts maybe and and to you know get themselves back on their feet. Sometimes they become insolvent, but you know before they become the you know no more, this gives them an opportunity to maybe save the very core of what they have. And if they have enough assets to do so, then maybe this is the way to go. <clears throat> the next version is Chapter 13. It's also known the Wage Earners Plan. This is for individuals can pay an agreed-upon monthly amount to an appointed impartial trustee. So sometimes if someone doesn't want to sell off all their stuff and you know maybe they make too much money they, they possibly could, they're kind of restructuring their personal debt as well. Uh, but they're making monthly payments to do it. So in this case, they have the opportunity to maybe go out and find other sources so that they can pay off, but it's structured, so they, they can budget it maybe a little bit easier. I know I said the word budget. It's part of their spending plan now. It's an obligation that they're going to have going forward. The difference is there's an impartial trustee in between, so you're paying the impartial trustee, and they're taking care of your debts on the backside, so you're not dealing deli- you know, directly with those debts. So... And then there's discharge from bankruptcy, which is another state. This is when a debtor receives a discharge order. They are no longer legally required to pay the debts specified in the order. What's more, any creditor listed on the discharge cannot legally undertake any type of collection or activity, such as making phone calls or sending letters. So, you know, once you're discharged from from bankruptcy, then you know you're telling your debtors, "Hey, uh, I give." And if you're if you're allowed to walk away from it, they can't keep badgering you going forward. You know, if you're getting those phone calls saying, "Hey, you owe us money," they sent you over collections. They continue to try. That has to cease and desist when that happens. When you're discharged from bankruptcy, so I mean that's something to keep in mind. That's one of the reasons why people go through bankruptcy. They're tired of just getting badgered by their debtors, and so you know if they're unable to pay, that's why they would file for bankruptcy. There are several other types of bankruptcy filings. I wasn't going to go into too much details about this, but there's Chapter 9 for municipalities. So if cities have to go through bankruptcy, Chapter 9 would be where they do it. Chapter 10 is replaced by Chapter 11. So Chapter 11 superseded Chapter 10. Uh, And then Chapter 12 is for family farms and fisheries. So they usually play by a little bit different rules because, you know, these are family-owned, you know, businesses that have been in the family maybe a long time. So they get some 
extra different requirements to go through for theirs. And then chapter 15 is something that's relatively new. That's for cross-border cases. So as the world has moved to being more international, we had to come up with a, a flavor of bankruptcy to, to address that going forward. So what are some of the consequences of bankruptcy? There's several consequences. I mean, if it was fun, then maybe more people would do it, but that's not the case. So some of the consequences is it stays on your credit for seven to 10 years, depending on the type of bankruptcy that you've gone through. It's definitely difficult probably for that same time period to get new credit. I mean, because it's on your credit report, everybody sees that you've done, you filed for bankruptcy. So they're going to be less willing to offer you credit. And if they do, it's probably going to be for a lot more than what the market value would be. So you just need to be prepared for that for the next seven to 10 years. And then as you can file for bankruptcy more than once, there's an unlimited amount of time. There is a time frame for in between when you can do it. So you can't file for bankruptcy again for several years, but that doesn't mean you can't file again. So you can file multiple times. It's just, you may have to wait several years depending on the chapter that is filed also. So what are some alternatives to bankruptcy? I mean, bankruptcy sounds, you know, I mean, yeah, you're getting rid of some of your debts, but there's a lot of pain involved. So you're going to liquidate everything or you're going to restructure your debt or, you know, I mean, but it's going to affect your credit for you know, up to a decade, perhaps. So what are some alternatives? So if you didn't want to go to, to bankruptcy, what are some things you could do? Well, you could reach out to your debtors and you could out offer a payment plan. You know, that's kind of similar to what the chapter 13, the Wayne Nurgers plan Maybe you could do that ahead of time. So if they know you're going to go through bankruptcy, they may be willing to work with you. If, before you go through bankruptcy, they may be a little bit more willing to work with you. So reach out and maybe see if you can restructure some of the payments so that you can meet your spending plan requirements going forward. There's loan modifications. So if you signed a loan that's no, no longer favorable or you're unable to make your notes on that, maybe you could restructure that debt and get a loan modification it may cost you at a higher interest rate and it may go for a longer period of time, but it'd be worth reaching out and seeing what your alternatives are on that as opposed to filing bankruptcy and having that hurt you for seven to 10 years. You can start trying to sell your stuff, right? I mean, this is America. We have a lot of things, some of us and companies too. I mean, maybe you have a lot of things laying around. Maybe you could try selling some things and getting ahead of your debt. You know, it's not unheard of. If you have nothing, then it's going to be very difficult to do that. Or if most of your stuff is tied up in things that aren't necessarily assets, that might be difficult to do. You can freelance. In other words, take on another job. If you have something that you're already working on and you're very good at it, maybe you could do it on the side as well, maybe like a side hustle, and maybe have, take on an extra job or two or three. If you find that you're personally in debt, you may want to try to raise some extra funds by taking on some extra jobs. This is a gig economy. You know, you may decide you need to deliver food if that brings in enough money to just stave off having to go through that bankruptcy. But you're going to have to make that as a personal choice. It is going to take time. You're probably going to have to do it as active income. So make sure you know you're getting what you're getting into. But that could be true about, you know, taking on the debt initially anyway. But that's, you know, neither here nor there. Sometimes, like I said, we come to these situations and we didn't ask for it. Maybe we had some medical problems or we lost our job unexpectedly or something happened in the world. I mean, we've certainly seen some cases of that with storms, with climate change. We've seen it with plagues, you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, with, with COVID. So, I mean, just be careful with that. I mean, and, and if you're getting over your head, we definitely need to take care of that. So if, if, 
you know, you may decide you need to file for bankruptcy if you have medical debt, which is probably the number one cause why people do it. If you suddenly aren't able to work and you find yourself in a hospital, medical debt is a real thing. It can be very expensive, especially if you don't have insurance. That could quickly wipe out someone's spending plan and, you know, put them in a bad situation. Uh, natural disasters, as I said before, we, we're seeing a lot of climate change. And if, if a storm comes in and wipes out everything you have and you're not able to afford the insurance and such, then that could be a bad situation too. So um, natural disasters could you know, knock you out. If for some reason you get hurt or you lose your income, if you're just laid off, I mean, you know, if you're relying on one source of income and you lose that income, guess what? Sometimes you're not going to be able to meet your obligations, so you may have to file for bankruptcy in that way. So I, it's sad, and you hear about it happening quite a bit, but uh, these are common things, and we need to be able to build some safeguards in. So here's some ways to avoid bankruptcy. That emergency fund. I can't preach the emergency fund enough. Now, it may not stave you off forever, but it might give you some breathing room to think about what you need to do for the next steps or to find some assistance somewhere else. If you have three to six months of your essentials set aside, you may be able to take care of things. Now, if you have a bunch of wants that you're paying for and you can't afford them anymore, that, that's going to be a different story. You may want to consider selling those things off. But essentials, as long as you're covered for three, three to six months and you can you can meet those obligations, you'll have an opportunity to meet with your debtors, maybe restructure that debt, or you can find other alternatives and other programs that can help you out with that. The next thing is spending below your means, right? So if you're making $100,000, but you're spending $150,000 a year, it doesn't matter. You're, you're spending way too much. If you're making $100,000, but you're only spending you know, $75,000, then you're going to be in much better shape. That's money you can put aside in an emergency fund. You can put it aside and invest it. And then if you need to sell those investments to take care of what you need to, then that's going to be a way better alternative than trying to go through bankruptcy. Uh, you want to make sure you're no longer living paycheck to paycheck. I know a lot of people do this. I know it's difficult. And if you're not educated about money or how to do it, hopefully this program has helped a lot of people you know, get out of doing that paycheck to paycheck. But the, the first goal, I always say, you know, other than the emergency fund, you kind of know you made it when you're no longer living paycheck to paycheck. When you have enough money in the bank that you're not waiting for the next check to come in to go buy groceries, I think that's a great feeling. Hopefully, you can feel that if you're not currently there today. And then the other way is paying off all your debt. So what you do have, instead of adding on to the pile of what you have, pay everything else off. If you're financially independent, then, you know, it's going to be much more difficult to sink you. At that point, you're going to have a lot more alternatives. So I know this is easier said than done, but if you kind of go through the program, if you listen to the other podcasts and you, you take these bits and pieces, you can put yourself in a situation where you're not at the mercy of that one income that if it stops, that you may have to consider filing bankruptcy. So in recap, there's a lot of different ways to file for bankruptcy. There's chapter seven, there's chapter 11, there's chapter 13. There's chapter 9, 10, 12, and 15. So there's different types of bankruptcies. You'll have to talk to an attorney to find out which is the best for you if you need to consider that. But know that there's consequences. You know, if you, you're gonna, it's going to stay on your credit for 7 to 10 years, which is going to make it very difficult for you to get new credit going forward. And even though you can file bankruptcy multiple times, there may be several years be between when you can do it, depending on which one you went for. Uh, bank. Bankruptcy alternatives, payment plan, loan modification, sell your stuff, freelance. You know, maybe you have to get a second or even a third job in the process. You may have to get somebody to help you out with that. 
How do you stay away from it? You know, emergency fund, hopefully you have that fully funded. Spending below your means, learning how to live, you know, make more and pay less, playing good defense, no longer living paycheck to paycheck. That's something that's going to take a little time, but I think everyone can do that. And then paying off your debt. Hey, did I miss anything here? Uh, hopefully you're not contemplating bankruptcy, but you, you want to consider these things long before you have to. So as long as you're going with the program and you're doing the right things by your money, you're paying yourself first, hopefully we can avoid that going forward. Let me know your story. I'd love to hear from you. You can find me at townleytech at gmail.com. You can find me on LinkedIn at Sean Townley. You can find me on Twitter at Sean Townley. And check out my website, seantownley.com. Until next time.